Hello and welcome to the Diet Obsessed Podcast. I am your host, Veronica Santarelli, and this is a podcast for those of us who are just obsessed with all things diet culture, and we're trying to find some balance in this world full of extremes. All right, let's get into the episode. So this show is going to be a review of one of the podcasts that I love called Diet Starts Tomorrow. And this one featured a comedian that I love, Jared Freed. I mentioned him before. And he has some dating podcasts, The You Up and another one called J Train. But this one, he was uh, stepping in for Eileen. And You know, Jared is fascinating to me because he's a man that struggles with his weight. And it's, you know, we're in a society now where more men are definitely focused on their physique and it's it's starting to get a little bit more even. But in general, men have more muscle mass, men can consume more calories, and weight has just always seemed to be easier for men to lose than than it has for women. And when I was in the weight loss industry, I distinctly remember only one man working with one man. And he had a similar metabolism to some of the women that I worked with. And he really struggled. And his wife actually was one of those women that can eat anything she wants and doesn't gain a pound. So it was just a very interesting situation with that couple. But again, not the norm. And for Jared, And he's in front of people a lot. He's a comedian. He's up on the stage. So I do understand why he's conscious about what he looks like and how he, you know, his appearance. And he just always wants to fit into his shirts. That's what he's always saying. He just wants to fit into his shirts. And I I relate to him a lot because his issues are late night eating. And that's when I like to eat. So that's when I lose all control. And he got, he started talking by how, you know, it's kind of a difficult time for everybody with COVID because everybody's schedules are so different. You know, you had that period in COVID where everybody was uh, baking bread and people kind of just, you know, they couldn't go to the gym. So people, most people ended up gaining some weight. I think I gained as much as 25 pounds. I've lost some of it, but Uh, My, you know, the other business that I have really surged during the pandemic. So I was working so much and I just, and I couldn't go to my gym. So I kind of gave up and started eating a lot of bad foods and not working out and buried my head in business. And so I was one of those people that did put on a good amount of weight over this pandemic. Now, there were other people that transformed their bodies over the over COVID season. And I admire those people. I think it's great if you could use that time to, you know, become the best version of yourself. Uh, and what Jared did like was that he when he was staying with his parents he was in a very good and consistent routine he talked about how he would get up at 8 a.m he would work out by 9 30 uh, he would be done by 10 30 with a lot of his work he would take a break at 11 he would have dinner with his parents and then he would lock himself away as if he's in a zoo so that having that structure He was working out consistently with his trainer uh, at 9.30. And so that put him in what he describes as an okay zone. And 
I relate to that. If I'm if I'm structured, if I'm working out on a regular basis, even if my eating habits are off, I do feel a lot better. And especially if I'm able to stop eating and just go to bed, that's when it's at its best. Uh, Jared uh, highlighted his trainer at Forzag. I just started following him on Instagram. I personally don't like working with trainers. I don't really like group fitness classes either, but I do take an occasional group fitness class just to, I mean, working with a trainer or working in group fitness, it'll push you harder than you'll push yourself for most people. And that's why I do occasionally take a group fitness class or a Pilates class. Uh, But overall, I like to zone out. I like to manifest while I'm working out. I like to put on my headphones and just do my own thing. But, you know, for people that love working out with somebody that you know, if they don't want to think about what they have to do, if they just want somebody else to plan out their workout for them, they just show up and they're told what to do. Working with a trainer is is a great thing. Uh, And uh, I used to work in a gym that had great trainers. And so I I definitely understand um, how that can benefit you. But his whole thing is just wanting to look good in a t-shirt. He's given up this idea that he's going to have a six-pack. And I think, you know, Sammy agreed with that. Sammy has is is having this whole body acceptance and embracing herself. And that intuitive diet movement is is about understanding that everybody's body, there's going to be a comfortable place for everybody's body. And I'm one of those people that was always trying to maintain at a lower weight than where my body is. I think that I, for there have been times when I've been able to do that. I was usually very stressed out and having a very dark period in my life during those times. But uh, I, I know that my my body is naturally comfortable about 10 pounds higher than I want it to be. And now that I'm in my 40s, I'm totally okay with that because I think a little extra weight on me at this age is a good thing. I think that as you age, if you lose too much weight, you get gone. So uh, while I still have a few pounds to fit into my clothes better, uh, I've also accepted, you know, body acceptance. I don't have to have that perfect bikini body. Um, and and coming to accept yourself, coming to accept that what Jared was talking about is he's not someone that's just going to eat half the fries. Um, you know, he's not someone that's going to eat half of the appetizer. And that's just him. He's, you know, food for him is a form of addiction. And we talked about the kind of different levels of people and, you know, people that don't care about the food, the food, the people that are so addicted that it, you know, like my 600 pound life. And then there's people that are kind of vacillating in the middle there where they have some disordered eating. They feel somewhat addicted to food because they love food so much. I'm one of those people. Sammy's one of those people. Jared's one of those people. Taylor Strucker is one of those people. So, uh, you know, I think that we just accept that about ourselves and understand that we have to uh, live our lives with that understanding and not try to be someone that we're not. I There's been so many times where I'm like, I'm just going to eat whole foods and not eat any processed foods. And that's just not realistic for me because of the way I was raised by, you know, my Italian and my dad's side of the family. I do like those heavier foods. I'm just never going to be that person that, you know, I, I started following this girl. I don't know why, but I started following this girl on Instagram. That's she's like this raw vegan person. And 
it just, I don't know. I think you have to be one of those people that doesn't care about food to to live that lifestyle. I mean, it's very admirable, I suppose. But, and, you know, she has all these pictures, these beautiful fruits and and delicious vegetables. and, And she does some really creative things with them. But that just would never work for me long term. I could probably do that for a day or most of a day. Um, but, you know, and I, I think that, you know, what Sammy talked about is that she's come to accept that she's just not genetically meant to have this certain body type that's been perpetuated as the social ideal for generations. And that to have to try to have that body would require such an overhaul. It's just it's just not in the cards for her. Um, one other thing I really like about Sammy is she does smoke some weed, and I relate to that. I actually prefer cannabis over alcohol, and that that probably does add to my late night eating because that's when I'll smoke and relax and get the munchies. Now, what I do know about cannabis is it does help to regulate the blood sugar. So uh, there is something good in that affecting the metabolism. It's definitely better in my mind than drinking sugary wine at night, which a lot of my friends do. That's, you know, what Taylor Strecker does. I think, you know, have it. My, my sister does that. My sister is a, a, a huge wine drinker. She's dating and probably going to get engaged to a sommelier. And so they, they are heavy, heavy drinkers. And I love to drink with them. Uh, but my, my vice, if you will, is having some cannabis at the end of the night. It's my medicine. It helps me sleep, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, but, you know, I get the munchies at night. I like to eat at night. Sammy seems like the same type of person. She's a cake girl. I'm a cake girl. I love cake. I never liked pie, but now I am starting to like pie. Um, But anyway, Jared talked about how everybody is unbalanced. Now, as we've discussed, this podcast is going to be all about trying to find the balance. But all of us have some unbalanced behaviors. You know, he was talking about how if you're not balanced with your food, you might be an alcoholic or a workaholic. So everybody has something that they are struggling with a little bit. And for us, it just happens to be our food. And... um. So then they started talking about some interesting topics where, um, you know, Jared had had a day where he had, he was kind of describing his day about how he had, um, let me see, where are my notes here? Oh, yes. So what Jared had said was what he needs is a beginning, a middle, and an end to everything that he does. So, and that's a big part of what he's learned by working with this nutrition nutritionist. And he travels a lot. Now, if I was somebody like Jared who was traveling a lot and working all these crazy hours out at late night clubs doing stand-up comedy, that would really throw me off. I'm not a super social person. So when I am around a lot of people, I like to have some drinks to take the edge off and to make speaking to people a little bit easier. Uh, and and just, just the process of traveling is very stressful. There's crowds of people. Now there's COVID. You have to get up super early, get to the airport. 
airport food is so crappy. And I think a lot of people tend to treat themselves and baby themselves when they are traveling. I know that Taylor Strecker, for example, she'll, her and her wife will stop and get McDonald's. They'll, so they do the same thing. They'll, they'll kind of baby themselves. But with Jared, I mean, if you have to travel and then be in front of people on a stage, you do want to have more structure. You do want to feel at your best when you're on that stage. So I've I've had trips where I'm babying myself and I'm sitting at the bar and having a couple drinks and a, a big meal before I get on the trip and I land and I'm I'm feeling like crap. But I also don't care because it's that kind of vacation where I'm just going to be hanging with my family and I honestly don't care if I'm, you know, fluffy and retaining water and hungover. But there's other times where, you know, if I'm on a work trip or I have a presentation to give when I'm landing, I want to feel good and I want to feel at my best. And those are the times when I will have a plan when I'm going to the airport. I'll bring fruit or I'll bring nuts or I'll take the time to make uh, a rotisserie chicken sandwich on Ezekiel bread with a little bit of mustard and some pickles because that's a really healthy, satisfying and you know, on track meal where I'm going to feel good about myself. And what Jared started doing is working with a nutritionist who would mentally prepare him so that he wouldn't get off course. So that, so the last time what his trainer gave to him is she said, okay, this is what you're allowed to have two eggs, an egg white, and a banana. So I guess I'm trying to understand his beginning, middle, and an end, but I think it it basically means that he needs that structure. He needs boundaries. He needs a plan. That's kind of what I'm taking from that. And even though he had to kind of talk himself off the ledge of going off track because he had that specific plan and he had he put good thought into it before that he had worked with his nutritionist and he was successful. And Sammy was talking about how she doesn't like structure. She's creative, um, but she just doesn't like it. And Jared, though, on the other hand, really needs that structure. I'm the same way. I need structure in my life. Um, And, you know, Jared was describing this really interesting day that he had where he had stopped and had this egg white scramble that really filled him up. And he he had a bar with him, but he had a really long workday podcast, you know, doing all these things, running around. And at 4 p.m., he was hungry and he was debating whether he should eat his bar. And instead, he waited till he got home and his dad had put out this smorgasbord of snacks, tortilla chips, lemon hummus, this caramelized onion dip, then some cold cauliflower and some broccoli. But then there were these warm pretzels in the drawer. And because Jared had, he didn't eat the bar in between, which is what we used to, again, we used to talk to our weight loss clients about keeping your blood sugar regulated. We would sell them protein bars that they could eat between their meals to keep their blood sugar regulated so that they were able to make the right choice. Um, Jared would say it something like, get me to the meal that I want, not the meal that I'm going to regret. And I think that's very well put because when you 
when you let your blood sugar fall so low that you're just ravenous, you do want the quick fix. You want what's going to break down in your bloodstream the fastest. You're not going to want to choose the broccoli. You're going to want the pretzel. And we were kind of, they were kind of debating whether if he had had that bar, would he have made the same choices? So, um, I, I honestly think he would have just had more control where he probably would have had some of the other things, uh, the pretzel, the tortilla chips, the but he probably would have also had some of the crudite. I mean, cold brought cauliflower is disgusting anyway. I don't know who likes cauliflower. Uh, the cauliflower rice is gross. Cauliflower pizza, disgusting. Uh, I'd just rather have the real thing. But I do understand, you know, having some some raw vegetables around to help again, balance out that meal. But his dad had, <laughs> it was funny because his, what Jared described himself as becoming is the shitty food detective where he walks in, he sees all this spread and he knows, he sees his dad eating the pretzel and he knows that there's just more of this warm bread sitting in the the bread warmer. And so, of course, he's ravenous at this point. So he's going to go for the pretzel and he dips it in all the dips and he's got the guacamole and he's eating the hummus and he's eating the tortilla chips. And his dad's like, well, why aren't you having the cauliflower? That's like a chip, but it's cauliflower. I I would be really curious to know what Jared's dad's weight is like and whether he has had any struggles with his weight because my dad would be the exact opposite. I mean, my dad would never have the raw broccoli and the cauliflower out. He would have all the bread, all the cheese, all the salami and pepperoni and, you know, peppers soaking in oil. I mean, my dad encouraged the opposite. So, I mean, it sounds like Jared's dad was kind of trying. I mean, all the foods that are out, it doesn't sound like bad things. I mean, guacamole is avocado hummus you know, is chickpeas, tortilla chips. I mean, these things aren't horrible. It's not that he ha- has French fries and pizza and hot dogs out. He's got, you know, relatively decent stuff. Jared just analyzes it because, I mean, the fact that he didn't eat the bar to me is like he's just trying to lose those extra calories. He didn't want to eat the calories. He was hungry for the bar, but he didn't have it. So, you know, that's just something where, you know, you got to know that your body is going to burn off that bar and it needs that fuel. It really does need that fuel. So, and I just think that that's really important. So, so when his dad said that, Sammy's like, did, did your dad like not think you saw the cauliflower? And he's like, well, he didn't think it was plastic. His, it sounds like his dad was just kind of like poking the bear but and and he gets to the point where he's rationalizing these things all this food because he's starving at this point so you know sammy talked about uh you know it becomes a strategy session like what do i want the most i'd go for that like that onion dip and yeah, I mean, you're going to want something that tastes delicious. And and especially if you've been out working and, you know, it's been a hard day. I know that I, and this isn't probably the healthiest thing, but I've used food very much as a reward. And 
it, it is nice to have, it's hard to get home at the end of the day and just have that boring salad. It is. It's, you've worked hard. You feel like you deserve something that tastes delicious. And Sammy had talked about on a, on a previous episode that what she's come to the realization is that every meal doesn't have to be the most delicious meal she's ever had. And while I understand that, and I, 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 believe that and i think that that's true and a, a good a good comment i even when i am having my salad i have a perfectly chopped vegetables i have my bean there's these sprouts bean they're like croutons but they're made out of beans so they're really healthy um, i make my own dressing with fresh garlic olive oil, balsamic vinegar, just a dash of honey, lots of salt and pepper, and um, this Dijon mustard. And it is so good. It's delicious. I love this dressing. So I use that. I sometimes chop up some red raw peppers and definitely some red onion and then some feta cheese. And that is a really healthy but also very satisfying meal. So even when I am eating healthy, I do need my food to taste delicious. So if I'm eating healthy and I'm picking food up from the store, I might get Flower Child. I might get something quick from Trader Joe's. I might stop at Whole Foods and get some sushi. But there are, you know, there is there are ways to eat healthy when you're on the go and you just want something quick. Um, but anyway, so Jared then talks about this idea of food anxiety and people who are stalking the kitchen, people who are know where that waiter is with all of his his pass around trays and. Jared's going to do him the favor of cleaning the plate for the server and how he's the kitchen hanger and how there's those different people, the ones that are just socializing like normal humans and the people that are hanging out in the kitchen, by the kitchen, waiting for the food to come out. And I I don't know, at a party, I definitely am a little bit more self-conscious about eating because I, I don't know, I just... I don't like, again, I get obsessed with food. So I, even though I am conscious of where all the food is, it just depends on the type of night. But, um, but you know, he's not stronger. What Jared talked about is he's not stronger than the urge to go to the bad place. And he thinks it's healthy that he's just aware of that, that he treats it like he's in AA, where it's like one day at a time, he and he keeps, you know, it's kind of like, well, I don't know if AA is like this, but there's this whole new concept of harm reduction when it comes to addictive behaviors and understanding that, you know, you might not be able to go cold turkey, but, you know, maybe instead of the heroin, you pick up the weed pen, you know, and there's less harmful um, ways to consume different things that you might have an addiction for. So for Jared, that means that he'll have a lot of frozen food in the freezer so that it's the lesser of two evils. So instead of ordering the Chinese food that's going to put 10 pounds on him, he'll have the P.F. Chang's frozen, you know, egg rolls and rice that is, you know, maybe put two pounds on him. And so it's just it's it's the lesser of the evils. They talked about 
Trader Joe's. I love Trader Joe's, but they talk about how it's dangerous. And Jared used to think that everything in Trader Joe's was healthy. Uh, they talked about, let's see, Sammy talked about the sweet dumplings. I've never had that. The dip aisle. I love Trader Joe's. They do have a lot of good, healthy things. I like a lot of their pre-made salads. I love this vegan udon noodle salad. That's like my new thing. Um, but they have good, they have good cucumbers and good produce. It's actually better than sprouts, which is, which is interesting. Um, but they do have a lot of good healthy stuff that I like to get there, but they, you know, they have the unhealthy stuff. There's these pumpkin cookies. I just, I'll eat the whole entire box. They have these ice cream sandwiches with the chocolate chips on the outside. Oh my God. I'll eat the whole box. It's, it's hard to have that in the house, but anyway, uh, Jared definitely talked about how he's, you know, when he's consistent, he's good. He's not going to drink as much if he knows he's working out. If he has that 930 a.m. workout, he's going to have better behaviors because he has that appointment with his trainer. And, you know, Sammy talked about, well, Somebody's talking about flying to Madison, Wisconsin. I'm trying to understand. Oh, so he was talking about how that he's so he flies so much that he's part of this Delta Sky Club. And he used to get into the habit of, you know, when he'd be traveling, just eating everything. And he had gone to this Delta Sky Lounge and had put this whole spread of chicken salad sandwiches and two bags of chips. And he was about to dig in, but he had this bar, this protein bar in his pocket. And his he had this inner voice that was like, eat the bar, eat the bar. And it it got him back in control. He sat there looking at the food, but eating the bar. And he really, what he thought about was how he wanted to feel. And I think that that's important. Again, how do I have the balance where he's going to have his smorgasbord of food at some point, but he's in this place right now where he can make the, the better choice. And it's not even good food anyway, right? Chicken salad sandwich at the airport, gross. Sammy agreed. I would never eat a wrapped up pre-made salad. Now, I don't know. I just, I'm not a big fan of airport food anyway, but I do know that when you have those healthy snacks with you, you definitely are able to, you know, make that healthier choice. And then, and then Sammy brought up the fact that Jared is now single. And I thought that was fascinating. I did not know he was single. I was like, oh my God, I need to go find the episodes where he talks about his breakup. I did end up finding those. So I'm I'm fascinated with relationships too. And Jared is somebody who, you know, he's on all these dating podcasts and he's always getting hit up. And I remember he told this one story about how he was having dinner with his girlfriend and they had they had had this really healthy meal and it was basically protein and vegetables and he was like oh that's so good we didn't have any carbs and she's like well there's carbs and vegetables and he got unreasonably angry about that which i thought was hilarious because 
when you're just there are carbs and vegetables, but the reality is is if you're staying away from rice or fries or potato, that is the victory right there. If you're just carbs and vegetables are so low, it's to me it just doesn't seem like a carb. But you know, he was so proud of himself at that point. And um, but anyway, I just I, I thought it was really interesting and he talked about you know, Sammy wanted to talk about how his habits had changed since he was single. And he he brought up some good points. He talked about how it can it can go either way, how sometimes you have someone with eyes on you who is going to judge your disgusting eating behaviors. And so you're you naturally try to kind of reel in that behavior. But it also is hard when you're in a relationship because you're you have to have that other person that you're thinking about like okay what are we doing for dinner tonight uh you know are you going to pick up this or am i going to pick up that and you you know there's always someone else to consider instead of just being able to be selfish and focused on you i know that every time i've been single it's been easier for me to maintain and, and just eat healthy I have the salad that I love to make. It's chopped up cucumbers, um, red onion, feta. I think I just told you that actually. But um, you know, I I that's a consistent meal that I would have when I was single and it allowed me to maintain a really low weight and I just wasn't going out and drinking heavy, you know, food and alcohol all the time. But um but he then talked about the opposite that when you're alone also like it's it's easy sometimes to have that sad single meal but then on the other side because there's no one there to judge you you might order chinese for six people at 2 a.m and eat it all and you know when you have someone there you're less likely to do that because they'll be like who are you and um you know so i just think that it's 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 interesting i've I've always kind of maintained the same habits, basically, when I've been in relationships, for the most part. I, I remember one relationship that I was in, I he was he was a little bit of a perfectionist and very judgmental. So I think I wanted to test the boundaries and I just went on this crazy binge donuts and I put on like 20 pounds. I just want to see if he'd still care about me. And he did. He actually complimented my curves. He's like, oh, I love your curves. So he he actually handled it much better than I thought he would. So uh, I, that was, you know, testing the waters there. But um, I mean, I think that overall, I think that you have to you have to want to feel good for you. It, it shouldn't ever be about somebody else. Sammy loves it, she says, when Avi goes away because she can eat anything. She doesn't have to worry about him. And I mean, I will always like eating by myself better than eating with somebody else because I just I do have some weird food habits. Taylor Strecker also talks about this. Um, she gets weird around food, too. I I have to I used to think it was really weird because I'd have to eat like a bite of everything. Like when I'm eating a meal, I have to have if I'm eating like a well-balanced meal, I have to have a little bit of the potato or rice or a little bit of the protein and a little bit of the salad. And I used to think that was such weird behavior. But now all the fine dining is putting a like that perfect bite together that has all that together in one bite. So really, I was just before my time. Anyway, um, but 
yeah, so I I don't know. They were talking about the difference between eating single, um, eating healthy single, and eating healthy as a couple. I don't know. I mean, I was married for a while and we had, it was, he was really healthy. He, he was a personal trainer and he, he was, he was very easy to please because I would just throw some chicken tenders on a tray, throw some frozen vegetables on it, throw one of those Trader Joe's microwave rice packets in the microwave, boom, you know, dinner's created and it was healthy. It was easy. And that was it. And I, that was just kind of a habit that we were in for a while. Sometimes, you know, he would bring the leftovers for lunch the next day and it was just easy to, to do that. On the weekends, that was when I would get all of the, you know, he would drink his beer and, you know, have his alcohol and I would be smoking my weed and eating all the ice cream and cookies I could fit in in the weekend. And then we get back to a structured habit during the week. So I don't know. I've been, I I do think it's an interesting topic, relationships and eating. Um, And I I do think it's also interesting when one partner is healthier than the other. Like I'd say my current relationship, I am, I think I'm a little bit more on the healthier side than he is. I definitely work out more consistently. And I think overall, I, I have just I eat more whole foods than he does. But I'm also I can also be a bad influence on him because when he's trying not to when he is trying to eat healthier, sometimes I'm off that schedule and I'm bringing, you know, pizza into the home or, you know, chocolate cake and these things that are going to tempt him because they're there. And but I do want to encourage him when he's in that mode. So I think it can go either way in relationships. I think some people can throw you off. Some people can, it can be a a really good support system. But anyway, so, so the podcast started ending with listeners writing in, asking questions uh, to Jared. One woman had some body insecurities. She was asking if uh, a man would notice uh, if you're like 10 to 15 pounds heavier than your dating app pictures. And Jared, well, first of all, Jared thinks, look, if they're with you, they they love the way you look. They're attracted to you. They think you're sexy. And for him, though, he relates to that because he's just trying desperately not to get man boobs, which I'm sure that's a lot of men's goals, right? But, and I can understand how, you wouldn't want that feature as a man and that can cause some body insecurity. And, but I think he has a good way of thinking about it that look, a guy is going to be with you because they like what they're seeing. I do think that 10 pounds, 10 to 15 pounds, depending on how you, how tall you are, I don't think it's really that much. Uh, I, I, Jared said, no, you wouldn't he wouldn't necessarily notice because people do naturally fluctuate over a year's time. Um, And I think it just depends. I mean, one of the common things that you'd hear people complain about on, you know, people that have been using the dating apps is people are either way older than they say they are, or they're way heavier. And usually from what I've heard, I, I don't think I've really had that happened to me necessarily. I mean, certainly people look better in their pictures than they do in person uh, at times. But 
you know, I do think that 10 to 15 pounds isn't that much where you're going to notice that big of a difference. I think if it's getting to like 30 pounds, 40 pounds, that can, that can definitely be a bigger difference. So I thought it was good that, you know, Jared was supporting that, that, you know, it's normal for somebody to fluctuate as long as it's not like a complete, you know, 180 from what you look like in your picture. I think you're good to go. And then, and then Sammy brought up this other listener question where the question was, is it okay for a partner to want you to be more fit? And that, that seemed to, you know, that seemed to trigger something because, you know, Jared is somebody that wouldn't want somebody to be like, hey, fat ass, you need to work out. Right. And nobody wants that in a partner. Nobody, nobody wants to feel pressured by their partner to look a certain way. It's just, it'll always, almost always send them in the opposite direction. When I was in the weight loss industry, there would be men that would buy these huge programs for their wives and the wives wouldn't use them. It's the man that wanted her to lose weight. I remember when I was at Equinox, people would buy year-long memberships for their wives and the wives wouldn't even use them. This amazing, beautiful club. But if they feel pressured by their partner to work out and they don't have that natural propensity to want to work out themselves, guess what? You being their partner trying to force that is never, ever going to work out. And and it, it can have the exact opposite effect. Um, you know, I I think... When I want to be a good example and I, for me, I, I just want my partner to be healthy. I've, I've seen through my dad what happens when you have somebody that doesn't take good care of themselves and it's a horrible end of life. It, it really is. And there's all this new information about how you're eating and how much you're drinking and all these things can cause dementia and can cause just nobody wants to to deal with that. So I know for myself, I make this really healthy protein shake every morning. It's actually an antioxidant shake. So it's got avocado, it's got green tea, chia seeds, a a whole bar of acai, frozen acai. It's got frozen blueberries, frozen raspberries, frozen spinach. And, And I put a little tiny bit of vanilla protein in it. And it's so, it's so healthy. And I do that both to start my day with something very, very healthy so I feel good. I also think it's just good in terms of antioxidants, fighting free radicals, the potential to get COVID. I think it's good for my brain as a neuroprotectant. Uh, and I just, I, I think it's better for my skin. I think it's anti-aging. I mean, there's all these, I, I do believe that food can be thy medicine and that you can, some of the foods that you eat can help you have better brain power, can help protect your brain long term. So again, I vacillate between this binging, wanting to eat all these gross, well, delicious fried foods and wanting to live this like ultimate healthy antioxidant lifestyle. So again, it's just trying to find the balance in that. And if I'm eating that really healthy protein shake and eating a salad and and choosing really well all day. And then I do have some candy at the end of the night. Not a bad day. But anyway, um, so my partner, my significant other, if you will, he he's a cancer survivor. 
and he had stage four uh, cancer before I met him. And so I, you know, I am wanting him to choose healthier things. I am wanting him to be conscious about food and exercise for longevity. And so that is always heavily weighing on my mind. I think that nutrition, good nutrition is very important and and trying to find balance. I Sammy brought up a good point that if you've gained a significant amount of weight, you often have mood changes. There might be other changes. Jared talked about how he doesn't want to leave the house when he's not feeling at his, his best. So there's all these reasons to have choose foods that make you feel good, right? And and besides nutritional value, when you are eating whole foods, I mean, that's really what nature intended. And I think that when you think about how you want to live your life and what's going to allow you to live your life to the fullest, having balance, choosing foods that make you feel good it's it is really important. So I love this episode. I thought it was fascinating to talk about from a male perspective, from a female perspective, food addiction, fitness, regimens, trying to fit into clothes, not having man boobs, all of these things. What a great show. So thank you for tuning in and breaking down that Diet Starts Tomorrow episode with me. And uh, we'll have more shows that we review and other great topics coming very soon. Well, thank you for joining me today for another episode of the Diet Obsessed Podcast. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at The Diet Obsessed. You can write to us at The Diet Obsessed at Gmail. And that's the show for today. I wish you all.